Welcome to Mortgage Broker Acceleration with James Vagley and Ash Playstead. Being a successful mortgage broker is not just about offering great rates and great service. You need to become the best marketer, leader and strategist to outthink your competition. If you want to grow your mortgage business and do it smarter, keep listening. If you want to accelerate even faster, visit www.brokerworkshop.com. That's brokerworkshop.com. Now, let's accelerate. Here's James and Ash. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the MBA podcast. I'm James Vagley, and I've got Ash Playstead, my co-pilot with me. How are you, Ash? I'm doing super well today, James. How are you doing? Uh, Very well, very well. It's a lovely day outside, and it's a great time to hook up with you and talk about no time, no excuse. Um, I love the topic of this conversation today because we all have 24 hours in a day. There's seven days a week, 365 days a year. That does not change. Everybody has, everybody is equal when it comes to time. But as we know, the level of results from person to person, broker to broker, loan officer to loan officer is massive. Some struggle barely getting anything done or they're working like a dog, but they're only doing one loan a month. Others are crushing it, writing 20, 30 loans a month and still taking time off. And we hear a lot about the time excuse. Oh, I don't have time to grow my business. I don't have time to build systems. I don't have time to insert excuse here. And I think it's time to crush it because there's no such excuse as no time, yeah? It's one of the great mysteries of life, James, how uh, some people manage to get a lot done. And I don't mean, when I say a lot, I don't mean a lot of different projects. I mean, some people just manage to make a lot of progress with a single project, whereas some people make very limited progress with a project and some people are in the middle. So it's one of those great mysteries that seems um, uh, sort of unravelable, but the reality is, as we know, the solution is remarkably simple to understand, not quite so easy to implement, of course, which is you know, why a lot of people need guidance and support and accountability, but the actual solution when we get to that is not that complicated. No, no, it's not. So let's talk a little bit about, let's paint the picture of the typical story or the typical problem, because one of the things that we see is that mortgage professionals will tend to overcomplicate things. That's one of the big problems. Uh, the solution to that is pretty simple, simplicity. But overcomplication is one. Uh, we can talk about that. We can talk about procrastination. We can talk about pri- not prioritising the right things to do because we see a lot of brokers spending 80% of their time on either low-value tasks or tasks that don't get them anywhere in their business. Uh, so that's a problem. Uh, I can also talk about the time loop, which uh, I'll let our listeners in on in just a minute. But what do you see as probably the biggest problem with the Ooh. time excuse? Really good, really good question. And of course, having been in this industry, you know, my entire life, so, you know, I'm a lifer, no parole. Um, I've seen this so often, James, so, so often 
um, that brokers, loan officers present, business owners present themselves as being very time poor um, and already overworked. And you know, how can I possibly find time to grow my business? Um, I guess, look, maybe to start with the end in mind, my experience has shown that it's a result primarily of lack of a clear plan, um, you know, that's tied to the future uh, that that particular person would want for themselves. Now, that seems obvious, right? But it's amazing how often I meet brokers and, you know, what's your plan and how very, very, very few of them are able to articulate a clear plan and even less are able to actually break it down into steps. So despite the simplicity of that answer, very, very few people address it in an organized, coordinated way because, you know, what what we know, mate, is procrastination. People aren't born as procrastinators, right? Procrastination is generally the end result of lack of a clear plan, uh, which leads to lack of focus, which leads to easily being distracted and shiny object syndrome. And that's when people suddenly find themselves uh, really, really busy, really, really distracted and find it really hard to focus on the right steps and ignore all the right actions and be able to say no or ignore or delete the wrong actions. All of those things fed together can mean one broker is doing two or three loans a month, another broker in exactly the same situation with no more or less resources is doing seven or eight loans a month, working the same hours. That's so true. So it really does come back to starting with a plan because all of those problems that we talked about Right, we, uh, I mentioned briefly a moment ago, procrastination, the time loop, overcomplication, focusing on the wrong tasks and fluff time. You're right, that's, that all stems from not having a, a plan. And like, if I can explain the time loop to our listeners a little bit more, that's, uh, and I think a lot of people will be going, yep, that's me <laughs> when we explain this because the time loop is when we sit down to the desk and typically, Ash, you know, most people, they sit down and they go, okay, I'll, I'll check my phone, what's come in, phone calls, text messages, I'll check my email, reply to any emails, then I'll open up social media, I'll check Facebook, oh, there's some notifications, I'll check those, comment, like, get distracted, hang on, what was I doing again? Uh, then I'll go to LinkedIn and Twitter and Instagram, all of these things, and we check the basics, we do a bit of a... Uh, a glance over everything. And then what happens is we've ticked all of those boxes of admin and notifications and maybe return some phone calls. Then what we do is we go, right, okay, um, time to get into some work. I'll just go grab myself a drink first, make yourself a cup of coffee or a tea, grab a snack, and you do that for five or 10 minutes. And when you come back to the desk, you check your phone, you check your email, you check Facebook, and you end up in this never-ending loop of not actually getting anything done. I've been trapped. I don't know about you, Ash. I've been trapped in that loop at times in my career where you, you go through those basics, take a quick break, and you come back and you sit down and go through the basics again. It's a yeah. weird, it's an addiction to email and phone and social media that that really sucks people in. And yes, oh, there totally. are other, yeah, 
And there are solutions to getting over that, but essentially it does stem from without having a plan, you end up doing all these meaningless, uh, easy, low-value tasks because you kind of don't know what to do. So you keep busy. Well, like you, you mentioned the word there, addiction, and um, there, there are some really serious forms of addiction which we're not addressing here. But when it comes to the context of the no time, no excuse, and the word addiction is really relevant because like any addiction, the addiction to distraction and, and multi-skilling, which I want to talk about in a minute, it is um, a, a self-fulfilling loop that ultimately drags you further and further and demands more and more of you because that's what addictions do, right? They're not linear. They don't stay at the same level. They continue to accelerate and um, exacerbate and, and get deeper and deeper and deeper until, as we find with a lot of our clients and our members, when they come to us, that addiction has got such to such a point where I don't have time. I don't have time. How can I find time? Well, that's generally the end result of a... Uh, you know, a never-ending loop, as you call the time loop, of being distracted and addicted to the distraction. So the other thing that I said there is multi-skilling, and I, and I want to call that out. And I, I don't know what listeners are going to think about this. I might, uh, maybe I'll offend a few really good multi-skillers, but I think multi-skilling is a myth. I think the, the, the era of people thinking multi-skilling is a strength is a lie. Uh, you know, and I think multi-skilling is indistinguishable from distraction. You know, what we see, James, right, with our members, and particularly is guiding them and, and coaching them to singular focus. You know, being able to do eight things at once, like being able to check your emails while you're on a Zoom call is not a strength. Being able to look at your notifications while you're writing up a loan application, while something else is going on, while you're quickly checking some emails, that's not a strength. That's an addiction. So multi-skilling, with very rare exceptions, is not a strength. It's a weakness. So one of the things I would love people to take out of this uh, chat today is that start to have a look at your level of focus when you're doing one thing and see how often you find yourself being tempted to do those things you were talking about, James, which is check the phone, check your email. You know, If you're doing that, that is a clear symptom of uh, multi, the multi-skilling myth having taken hold and leading to that addiction. So, I mean, this is a really interesting chat, right? Because it, we're talking about the sort of the, I guess, the construct that leads people to the no time. You don't just wake up one day and go, I've got no time. You know, because as you said, time is the one thing that is uh, uh, equal for everybody. You, you know, skill, birthrights, the country you're born in, anything and everything um, can vary, but the one thing that can't is time. We all have the same amount. So this is a really, really vital subject, I think, for people to get their head around. So you know, it sort of leads us to, I guess, having a look at you know what what are things that people can do. You know, what have we found? You know, when we talking to brokers and just in our own lives, what have we learned? There's some real key, interesting solutions. I know you mentioned it before, and I'd like to throw it back to you, James. You know, starting with a plan. You know, that's you know, which is which is really a combination of a goal and a target and a plan, um, and then feeding that through to actions and systems and support, which then allows you to focus on the right things and, uh, I guess, ignore the wrong things. You know, because you can't ignore the wrong things if you don't know what they are. 
you've got to identify them first. That's true. That's true. And yeah, it's since we all have the same amount of hours and minutes in the day, it's all about how you use the time. So people like to use no time as a convenient excuse to not knuckling down and getting the real things that they need to get done done. Uh, so it's not about no time. It's about how you use the time, right? So uh, I'm going to give our listeners a challenge at the end of this uh, episode to go and do, take action on this. But I think, yeah, the first thing clearly is is need a, a better plan. And with a better plan allows our listeners and all brokers to prioritise what's actually going to make their business go forward, right? I think without prioritization, you end up doing a whole bunch of things that might seem good, but don't actually help grow your business. And that's where a lot of distraction happens. And there's, I would challenge a lot of our listeners, and there's probably anywhere from 30 to 60, 70, 80% of their time being wasted and spent on things that don't make any difference to their business. So having a plan, making sure there's some sort of priority in terms of I only have this many hours in the day. Well, I'd better use them to pushing my business forward and getting more customers because we don't want to just sit at the desk between nine and five. We want to get a particular outcome. So um, starting with a plan, setting a priority, blocking your time to make sure that you don't fall into the trap of um, just being busy and getting silly things done when you should be focusing on high value things. Um, but there is clearly some mindset behind the scenes with this. I think we can talk about strategies and planning and time blocking and all that stuff. But at the end of the day, this topic is really a mindset topic around busyness syndrome and lack of a plan. And really, I'm going to challenge everybody to sort of go, well, actually, usually what we find is that when someone says, oh, I don't have any time to do that, they're really just avoiding the hard or the real work and filling it with the easy work. And I know that's something you might talk to for a minute, Ash. Yeah, I mean, the whole busyness um, topic is one we can park and probably have three separate podcast chats about James so but I do want to touch on it and, and you're right um, you call it what you like you call it busyness call it multi-skilling call it um, distraction um, it, they, they are all hiding places that people go to avoid facing the reality that they often don't really know what they're doing but that, that there's not any real clarity to their direction and their purpose I mean, I'm sure, you know, anybody listening to this, you know, you could you could easily give a, a fairly glib answer, you know, oh, yes, I, I want to build a business, I want to make money, I, I want to help clients, but that's not what I'm talking about. You know, so I, I, I would sort of go to, with your comment about challenging listeners, James, I think a great place to start with looking to shift your mindset, because that's really what we're talking about here is, you know, how do I make that first few degrees shift in my mindset? So I would challenge listeners to go away and say, look, with the word plan, put it in brackets next to it, my ideal business. So for me, if you can't describe what your ideal business looks like in about 30 words or less, 
with a level of simplicity that an eight-year-old can understand it, you don't really have a plan. So I, I would really challenge, and when I use the word challenge, I want everybody to interpret the word challenge as opportunity. It's an opportunity to define what your ideal business looks like because everything else is fed and is derived from that ideal business. I mean, what do you think, James? But That's a great place to start, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's where I was going, I think, off the back of that is we have to start with a goal, the ideal business, that strategic vision. You then need to reverse engineer that and develop a plan that gets you to that vision, that goal, and then using that plan, going, okay, what do I need to do with my time to achieve that plan and goal? And alongside having a goal and a plan has to come two probably really important things. One is having a strong reason why you want to do it, and I'll get you to talk to that in a moment, and the other is routine, because without routine, we get distracted. We're human beings. We do get distracted and we often will take the easy path. So having a very strong why, very good routines and also you know, accountability, which is why a lot of our members get such good results, routine and accountability. Uh, that's really what's required to get the most out of your time and make sure that you use it effectively. Well, absolutely. And let, let's be frank here. This is about habituating new routines into your life. So what we're talking about here is, you know, nearly always the reason that no, no time um, is the headline um, response in this situation is because, um, you know, that, that, that front end um, mindset has been around doing everything, um, being responsible for everything. Um, and I'm sure... Uh, you know, everybody got into broking for a very valid reason, a, a really strong why, you know, independence, self-determination, set up my family for the future, have an impact in the world and with my clients. You know, there's a lot of beautiful things in there that form a really strong why. So I, I absolutely agree. That's paramount that anybody listening to this revisits the reasons that they got into, let's call it, you know, essentially small business or entrepreneurship. It just so happens that we mortgage broking is what we do, but the bigger picture is, you know, everything that comes along with that entrepreneurship, as I said, self-determination, opportunity, um, financial and lifestyle rewards that can then feed back into your family, your community, um, you know, doing good in the world. They're very strong why, just as a couple of suggestions for people to take away. Um, and you said something before, James, I think it's really, really important to just revisit quickly as, as some of the solutions uh, or actions that people can take here. And that is you, you can't solve your time problem by leaping to, okay, I need to systemize everything. You know, there is a couple of steps between, and we go through this a lot with our members, right? A lot of members come to us with a very urgent need to systemize things overnight. And they see that as, okay, that's going to solve everything. But the reality is that there are some steps to go through before you decide what needs to be systemized, what doesn't need to be systemized, and how does that feed back into your bigger strategy, your vision, your ideal business. So the answer here, and I hope everyone gets really, really pumped and excited about this sort of revelation that to fix the no time problem is not about finding time. That's about going a little bit backwards so you can go forwards um, and time will get 
freed up, not created. The time's already there. You know, the mindset that you've got now about I don't have time should be flipped on its head and said, I just need to reallocate my time. I've got plenty of time. I just need to use it differently. That's it, yeah. It's the reallocation that's the key, isn't it? So if let, let's give our listeners a bit of a challenge as we wrap up this this discussion. Uh, so now everybody knows, yeah, we're, we're not going to use those words, I've got no time ever again, because that's just a BS excuse, right? So let's start with something everyone can do. It's really easy to do, and it will help identify what you're doing with your time. Uh, this is what accountants and lawyers and solicitors do, right, Ash? They charge in six-minute increments. So what we would like our listeners to do, if you're willing to accept the challenge, is do a time audit on yourself. Have a spreadsheet or a piece of paper or something by your side all day, every day for a week, for an entire week, and record exactly what you're doing with every six minutes or 10 minutes of your time. And I guarantee that at the end of a week, if you actually stick to this, you will go back over everything you've written down and you can take a highlighter to it and highlight all of those things you did, red, orange, or green. Red would be complete waste of time, fluff, essentially uh, could be things like checking social media, just procrastination type activities and time. Orange would be uh, working uh, on or in the business type tasks and green could be moving the business forward tasks. I guarantee all of our listeners will probably have 80%, between 50 and 80% of their time in the red. And Mm. this is the first place I'd like all of you to start is do a time audit on yourself to realise where you're actually wasting and spending your time is it on completely irrelevant stuff is it on one dollar tasks things that don't even relate to your business it's going to be a really big eye-opener and i challenge challenge our listeners to do it because it's the first step in identifying where time is being wasted and once we do this like we do with our members ash get rid of fluff time and one dollar task time it frees up time to go do money-making tasks like see more clients, make more money. And that's why we see a number of members get crazy results where they double and triple and 10 times their business very quickly because we remove the fluff. Uh, look, hell yeah. I love this challenge, James. So, uh, And it's called a challenge for a reason, right? It's, if it was dead easy and it was obvious, everybody would already be doing it. So. So if anybody listened to this, you know, rest assured, this challenge comes from a vast level of experience dealing with exactly this challenge. Um, and James, we always like to give, um, you know, listeners, you know, one simple step to take them forward in the right direction rather than some sort of overarching massive thing like, oh, you know, um, got to do all of these things. What we say is go and take on one challenge. This is the first step. And this can be the little, I guess, the little hinge that swings the big door. Um, because you know what? Every single member that we work with, every single success story, one of the success breadcrumbs, if you like, one of the traits of success 
is they've all done the time audit and all have a great level of awareness of how they spend their time. 100%. Time is king. So, listeners, there's no time. You know, the no time is no excuse. So, really, it's all about changing what you do with your time in order to change your results. So, start with the time audit, get a better goal and a plan, connect to your why, and see some bigger results. Ash, this is an awesome conversation. Um, I love the topic. We hear it all the time. Hopefully, we'll hear it less after some people listen to this episode. Great chatting with you on such a fantastic topic, James. See you next time. Bye. Thanks for joining this episode of Mortgage Broker Acceleration. It's now time to grow your mortgage business, your income, and your lifestyle too. If you want to accelerate and learn from the best, head over to brokerworkshop.com and join the next deep dive training with James and Dash. That's www.brokerworkshop.com. Until next time, go get them.